Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hello everyone, Richard Listens here. This is Richard Olberger, clinical psychologist here with some exclusive Patreon content for you. We are doing live Q&As with some of our former guests. Today we have Lena Shamil, who will be joining us live in just one second to answer some questions for us about her journey into being a doctor in clinical psychology. Lena Shamil is a figure skater, competitively from a young age. She will talk to us a little bit about being involved in sports from a young age what it's like to compete competitively and translate into other realms of life. Thank you for joining us. Nice to see you again, Lena Shamil. Dr. Lena Shamil, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. That sounded so awesome. <laughs> right, I mean, I had somebody tell me early on, like put it on all your checks. Like everybody, when they do business with you should know, you've earned it. Oh man. <laughs> It feels so good. So did you, do you put Dr. Richard or do you? I do. It says Dr. Richard. I know. I used to be very self-conscious. Now I'll have to explain if I'm not an anthropologist, like with friends or something like that. But yes, we own it. We're proud of it. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of education. It's a lot of time. Yep. Yeah. And, and your research was on athletes and their mental health. Is that right? Yes, actually, it was female elite athletes and their well-being and within the context of the coach app. Really important, right? I mean, fortunately, right, we've seen so much about USA Gymnastics recently and, you know, how important it is for kids to feel that trust and safety with the adult that they're spending so much of their time crafting their future. And if it's not a healthy relationship, can really have long-term lasting and vice versa, right? You have one coach who believes in you and can change your entire trajectory as a human being. Exactly. And that's exactly what the purpose of the decision was. I developed a webinar and it was really try to give some power to female in that relationship. Often I feel quite powerless because you, you know, as an athlete, you're told what to do, how to do it and what to do in order to accomplish an incredible goal that you're after. And, you know, day in, day out, you're kind of just, okay, this is what I, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And before you know it, you look back and you realize, wait a minute, that wasn't necessarily very, that wasn't in my best interest in what they were telling me to do or how they were to do it or what they were insinuating I do. 
Um, and so, you know, reflecting on my figure skating experience in my career, I realized that my relationship to coaches were so incredibly important. And I started to compare each, you know, and it, and it was interesting because when I was in school and through psychology and through psychotherapy and, and when you're in therapy, you know, relationship is the most important thing that the catalyst change, right? And that's what they tell us about and what they're really, you know, pushing for in school to help you understand that. That's the key thing. And so, of course, it has to then lend itself to sport. And between, I mean, that is the most significant relationship to an athlete is the one with the coach. So that's what I was researching and how it was so significant to be able to come out of that with something that I can offer back to athletes, kind of, you know, help them see that right there in their sport, you know, when they're doing it, instead of going through their whole sport, transitioning out of that and that difficult transition. And then to look back and think, oh my gosh, affected my well-being. That affected how I saw myself, how I saw my goals, my dreams, other relationships in my life and what it did for me for the rest of my, you know, life and career. This is amazing. We're going to be releasing a retired, the owner of a company called Retired from Sports, a panel for retired athletes. So who knows? We may be calling on you again, maybe in exchange for uh, daddy daycare or (laughs) (laughs) we'll be hanging bouncies up in your house or whatever. But uh, yeah, there may be some some people that you could, uh, you know, that we could connect you with because it's it's only now that I recently realized this. Yeah, it's a whole transition, leaving sports. Who's there to guide you in that process? You know, back to our kind of rapid fire for today. I feel like, yeah, we could do a whole show just on your research. So what was it about being in sports so young that motivates you? Um, I think just looking back at, at that experience and thinking, well, if I could be a competitive figure skater, I could do anything. It was really, it was, there's pros and cons to every experience. And I think within that experience taught me to, it taught me about having this one goal and pursuing long-term goals, but also with these little goals along the way of making yourself feel good about it, of, of how you feel not to look back. And after you achieve that, let's say that end of the season goal, you look back on that year and you're like, oh my gosh, I got this jump consistent. I was able to land this, you know, double lutz, double toe, you know, in so many competitions, you know, each, each time I was able to then, you know, just to look back and do that. How the jumps have progressed over time. And I was like, wow, you know, like how many, each time you tackle something new, there must be a little bit of anxiety or fear. So the fact that at a young age, you're like, have to feel it and overcome it, feel it and overcome it. I wonder if that, you know, has built a lot of character resilience for you. Oh, definitely. I feel like just like being able to strive for a huge goal like that, kind of like a career goal, you know, possibly making it to Olympics and to go up into the ranks of competitive uh, figure skating. It really did show and build some resilience in me and dedication, like what it meant to sacrifice this and that for some goal. And it really was able to play a huge part in my journey in grad school and be a college and because it is like I was just looking at my resume of the years I've been in school I've been in school for so long on and off whether it was you know starting at a city college and getting my AA all the way to then I mean not all the way but you know then transferring to Cal State getting my bachelor's then going to a master's program and then finally getting into a a doctorate program I mean and going from like you know, your bachelor's graduating in 2008 to then 2020. I'm like, oh man, this is so long. Done. You know, it's done. We're going to be in 2020 anyways, right? That's right. And it, yeah, I mean, what an accomplishment. I know I always tell 
a lot of my clients that I have a friend, a friend that always wants to say to me, no matter what I'm going, if I say I don't have enough clients yet, or it's a down week, or and all he says to me is, do you remember when you were trying to get your research done? Do you remember when you were looking for an internship? Like, and it's like light bulbs, the brain of how many steps along the journey there are. Yeah. So it's amazing to you. It's amazing as a, as a model for an athlete and then, and then converting those skills into academia and then taking an investment back into the mental health and emotional well-being of athletes, uh, which is hopefully going to evolve the way the whole culture from youth athletes all the way on up to elite athletes. I mean, I was really... You know, on a personal note, you know, yeah, I was, I was a little bit. We know there's a group think in major organizations, but obviously, uh, hearing that that there was a lack of safety for girls at the highest level of gymnasts uh, is heartbreaking. But what was that like for you? You know, before we get, you know, right back into into the academics and your professional career, we end off with that. What was it like for you to be involved in a sport where there's there's such a high level of judgment or critique, you know, and where you're com- and you're competing so much against other people's skills at a young. It was definitely challenging, but that. It showed me that that, I mean, that's what sport was, you know, you were kind of, it was, it was all on you. So it really, and it, since being an individual sport, um, I competed in, uh, in single ladies, which meant that it was just me. I didn't do pairs. So it was just me out there, me and my, you know, the practice I had, you know, and what, what I, you know, accumulated and what I was to have consistent at the time, but it taught me how to compete and how to look at each, each performance and what I was able yeah. to accomplish. And, but to have like the judge's eyes and, and it was such a, like a subjective sport as well, where if they didn't like you, they didn't like, you, you know, Dif- it was very difficult to experience it, even though it was a, there was diversity in my sport. You can still see like there were, it wasn't necessarily like where I grew up, I grew up in Southern California. And so within our skating community, it was pretty diverse. And so culturally speaking and see some prejudices that were happening in the judging and in competition. So that was really difficult for me to see within, you know, the male athletes and the female athletes. So it was kind of of the world and, and just learning those lessons as at a young age, looking back on it now, but it was hard, you know, be critiqued either on, you know, physical appearance and your performance. It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in-jitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order.
Okay, and lastly, Lena, yeah, so much we could do. I see us on the road, maybe talking the U.S. Olympic Committee and uh, giving some trainings on uh, white fragility and yeah. <laughs> diversity in sport in the future. Maybe who knows? Right. We could do it right. all via Zoom now. That's the beauty. How do you? How has your skating career translated now that you've been in psychology and I know can't actually you know get out and do the work that you want to set out to do just yet? How how has it translated into your professional academic? Well, I think. I, ha I have to navigate this transition and see where it's going to take me. I'm trying to, up until right before internship, which was almost about a year ago, I had to pull back and coach. So I was coaching uh, figure skating up until then. Loved my community there and it is so wonderful, supportive and, and familiar. Um, and so how I plan to kind of work with both of them is get back into coaching because I love it, but then also try to offer different aspects, you know, my, my professional career to either individuals or like offer workshops on, on what it means to maintain your well-do board. And I realized that, you know, you talked about youth so important and within my research, that's of course where everything begins. And a lot of people want to go forward and at the same time to start within the youth community of athletes and then, you know, try to kind of change, you know, from that culture. And then hopefully they could take it up, you know, to when they evolve into elite. You're given something with one thing we learned from psychology and attachment, right? If you're given certain kind of coaching, certain kind of messaging from a young age, mm -hmm. it really impacts how you develop. If you, if we will seek out some of the, you know, negative messaging or re negative, you know, we, we look for reinforcement just about how we look in somebody else's eyes or about how our body looks. And that's where you know, it's amazing to have a former skater and a coach who now has this knowledge uh, and, and they're present, you know, in terms of a barrier for entry being removed and accessibility. So I yeah, physical and mental, you know, um, how we think about ourselves, our bodies and, and our performance and, you know, and within life, because athletes are not just in sport, we're in the world, you know, so every, you know, everybody has to think about it that way. In documentary the other day, it's so true. I mean, we talked about where stuff, where things have to change and it has to change all along, you know, the career, not just afterwards. Thank you for making time for us. Is there a way that, that our listeners can get a hold of your dissertation or will it be a book? They can look it up on uh, ProQuest. Thank you so much for making time for us. I will keep you posted on those other exciting uh, projects we have coming up, including the GoFundMe for uh, former co-host Peter and I getting him a nice wheelchair accessible van. Yes. And for our listeners, you know, is there a best way to, to get a hold of you if they want to learn more about psychology uh, or athlete well-being? Yes, at, um, you can email me um, at lenacc23 at gmail. Perfect. Okay, we'll put it in the show notes. Well, thank you so much, Lena, for making time for us amidst everything. Well, that was a real treat, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in for one of our brief Q&As. Stay tuned later on. We'll be bringing you more each week for our special Patreon users. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Please, if you can, check out my Patreon page.com, patreon.com slash Richard Listens, or Instagram. Richard listens. Uh, you get the theme. We appreciate all your support and interest. We're now up on iTunes, Spotify. If you're interested in therapy, teletherapy, any kind of consultation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through my website, richardlistens.com. I'm happy to help and support in any way through any kind of strain, support, or isolation you are going through. We are here to alleviate strain and suffering. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Richard Listens, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. 
It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone.